Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. Scott's going to be remote in a few minutes. So Patty and Scott are back. We had to do a little, how would you describe it? Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Hiatus. You had you had stuff that you had to do. You love everybody out there, but you had to do some family yeah, stuff. Yeah, I had some family stuff. I was gone for 10 days. I've never been gone for 10 days, but it was fun. Had a great time in, in the Berg. Had my high school reunion and then went on to Scott's daughter's wedding in Charlotte. That is so cool. It was nice. So your 20th high school reunion, how was that going back? <laughs> well, actually, it's 36 years, but it, because it was an off year. Oh, okay. We missed because last, you didn't do last year, year. Okay. that they did it. So it was really nice. I, I mean, my... it was casual. It was a picnic in a park um, south of Harrisburg. It was nice. I think my 35th is coming out. I think a couple more years. Yeah, because you're got, younger than me. Yeah, I got a 35th coming up, but but I I think that the high school reunion is the best one in my in my opinion since since all of them was the 20th. The the 10th 10th you're still pretentious, you're still faking it, uh, you're still trying to prove yourself to your classmates. Yeah. Your 20th, you are who you are at 20. 
True. And you're like, hey, I'm almost 40. All right, this is happening. Your 30th, it's like, I, I don't really want to be here anymore. I, uh, it was a picnic. I brought my daughter. She was my plus one. She came in the afternoon because she had a reserve weekend. So she had to serve over the weekend with the oh, wow. Army Reserves. But we had a really nice time. Like, it was really just relaxed. And and I come from a, my class was 210 people. Nine have passed away. 60 plus showed up. That, I felt like, was a win. That's good. And we all, the people there, we all liked each other. We've always liked each other. There was no one in my class that I was like, I hope I never see them again. They're bullies. I don't ever, none of that. And we were very blessed. Do you think class reunions have changed since the invention of the internet, I think people that with social media that it makes it so much easier to stay in contact. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. because I, now 100%. when you show up, I don't have to say, "Patty, oh my gosh, it's been 15 years since I've seen you. What's going on?" I think it's 100 yeah. percent that way because you do just kind of like reengage as if you'd never missed each other. But so many of the my colleagues here, like Scott, he came from a massive school, like 3,500 or whatever it is, it's like a child's thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, it's, you can't keep up with that. Right. And even our school has tried because reunions for some years had dropped off. So they tried a decade school. It's called Bishop McDevitt. Ricky Waters went to my high school. He was a year but, below me. Um, that they just, they tried to do a decade. It just didn't work. Right. It didn't work. So we only had a few. So they, she invited our, our school secretary, who still calls herself that. She invited other years, and a couple of them showed up. Um, but it was just nice. I mean, because we were always engaged. I like that. I it like was that. nice. So it's- I stayed up there because I knew I had to drive to Charlotte for Scott's daughters. Her, her name's Courtney. She, she was wed in downtown Charlotte. So I stayed up. And I drove through, like, that Saturday. I take my long time. I love to drive. I took my. I went to Walton's Mountain. Nice. They have a museum. So Walton's Mountain, I've said before in the show, and Little House on the Prairie has got me through the COVID period. You know the whole thing, and it was it's really nice. Are you playing the Walton's Mountain theme? I love it. Earl Hamner's home is still there, and that is what the set came from oh, from that that's Identical. where the good night everybody well that the house uh-huh. is there still they made it a bed and breakfast called john and olivia's so you could stay there uh, but that was the identical home to the set on the waltons and so it. for me real estate and we stage was so cool because then the museum which was his high school which is he it was his grade school tool he only had 11 years of school and um scott said it'll be like five more minutes okay that's fine and then they had made this, like, John Boy's room, the living room, the kitchen. And they had an interior designer because so many of the sets burned in a 1989 fire in a storage facility that he reproduced it. Oh, wow. And so it was pretty identical. Like, when you look at the the family set and then that set, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty impressive. Huh. And you walk in, you're like, you really feel like you're in John Boy's room. That's too cool. It was like 10 bucks. It's a not-for-profit. But when you, if you ever drive down 15 to 29 from Harrisburg to Charlotte or take Route 15 from Lovettsville or D.C., it is the most beautiful drive. 
through the Bluers Mountains. I that's and I think that's a wonderful thing to do. I love taking the back roads. I love discovering stuff. I love stopping off like, oh, there's an antique store. Oh, look at this house. I love that kind I of did stuff. Too. That's, it's the best. It's just so beautiful. And I intentionally went the I went up ninety five, but intentionally came back that way so I could go to Walton's Mountain. I left a day early to be able to do it. But it's just I mean, breathtaking. I love my I named my daughter, her middle name's Virginia after this state because I think it's the most beautiful state. Commonwealth. It is a commonwealth. commonwealth. So is Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So is Kentucky. So is Kentucky. And there's one more. Who? There's one more commonwealth. There's four it's commonwealths. Just three. I thought there was four. There's three. Vermont's not a commonwealth. No, it's not. I thought there it's was four. State. There was three. No, there's three. You can Google it. You can correct me. So Scott, he's gonna call in in a mm-hmm. minute. He is and our Jacksonville area moving a house right now. Oh, nice. Getting our staging stuff out, so he's going to call in a little bit. So Tish is standing in for me, so I hey don't guys. feel like I'm petrified right this second. Patty, you, you, I don't realize, I don't think you realize how famous you are. With, I am with not your, famous. With, no, I don't think you realize how, I, can, I was sitting around the other night at uh, McGowan's. Who I love. And because I, you know I, know, I knew them before they became the McGowan's. I love the McGowan's. I, I love going up there. And so I was sitting up there, and we we just did, uh, since this is a Saturday, we did a Best of Tallahassee watch party, and there was a gentleman up there, and he's like, hey, uh, is Patty coming to the watch party? Patty and Scott. Yeah, he Pat, wanted Patty to meet Scott. Scott. Patty and Scott coming to the watch party? And I'm like, yes. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know why my phone's going crazy. Every, <laughs> I've got two two different text chains or uh, mass text. Yeah. sorry. Two I'm of them going off on each other. Taking care of my nose here on yeah. the Facebook. I have a, a cold from... I think my my uh, our assistant Kim calls it uh, convention crap. You know when you travel and you're in different hotels and you get different congestion. Oh yeah, congestion crap. So yeah, that gentleman pointed it out. That's really nice. It is a Commonwealth. I didn't yeah, know. that. I knew there was four, but I couldn't remember. And I knew that the other one was up there somewhere. But I yeah, they're very uh, a Commonwealth is completely really separate mm-hmm. from the fifty states. People don't realize how much, and they have a lot more taxes. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is highly taxed. Everything's a tax. But it's so cool just saying you're going to the Commonwealth. <laughs> so this guy was really, really excited about coming to meet you guys. And I was, like, I was like, I will let her know. All right, I'm I, excited. Oh, I got a phone call. Oh, nice. My man. Hi, Real Talk 93.3. You're caller five. Do you know the keyword of the day for the $1,000 win? Yay, I won. <laughs> uh, if you know the keyword, you you have won. you. <laughs> you're on the radio. Is that win? Did I win? Yeah, we'll have to edit that. Yeah, we're on the radio, dude. You can't say that. Uh, I didn't know we were on the radio. <laughs> He's going to have to go back and bleep that. Let's see, 908 uh, something. Uh, right, I got it marked down. I oh, never, my. Never done, I would have never done my real scream. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. No. Scott, I got a qu- uh, trivia question for you. <laughs> Sure. How many commonwealths are there in the United States of America? Nine. That is incorrect. Eight. That is incorrect. Seven. That is incorrect. Four. Can you name two of them? Can you name any of them? Um, Probably not. Okay. Is it Pennsylvania Commonwealth? Yes. Yes. Yay! Okay. So we have one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's funny. That's all I got. The other, Kentucky, okay. Massachusetts, and Virginia. I was going to say Massachusetts. I would I would never have said that. I just thought there were three. Yeah, yeah I would have never. That's why I didn't win 48 million episodes of Jeopardy, so. 
wait, which one would you have missed, Kentucky? I missed Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I knew Pennsylvania, oh. Kentucky, and Virginia. Because those are the states I care about. Right. I mean, I know that you know. Commonwealths. Yeah, they're commonwealths. Commonwealths that you care about. They're the commonwealths that I do Okay. Care. Well, so, good so, time. So, Scott, do you want to let everybody know why I'm here and you're not? Uh, because I'm very popular and <laughs> a lot of people need me. And you're not because, well. <laughs> I'm not. The answer one. I'm good with not being that popular. <laughs> I really am. Like, people think I want to be more popular than I am, and I don't. Yeah, same. Stick with us, Scott. We have another segment to go on Patty's Playhouse, Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. Scott is remote. He's in Ponte Vedra Beach, or PVB, as they like to call it. To me, that's like a heart disease, but that's what it reminds me of. Like, PVD is like some clotting, but it's not. He's in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, helping our client move out of her beautiful home, which closes on Friday. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website's pattyandscott.com, so Scott's remote telling us about his life right now so no what else is going on in real estate like we didn't really have a plan for today so we did halloween music and i think trick-or-treating i was thinking about it was like it's everyone has like a treat map like you i've noticed on all these neighborhood and even living tallahassee they're posting these like halloween have yeah like treat maps so you you post in your neighborhood if you're willing to give out candy like we used to just put lights on but oh, now it's not like, what it's not what candy you have at your house it's no just that, you, that, that you're willing okay. that you want to do it what's wrong with the street with your with your porch i don't light know on but i kind of like it so then you can be strategic they should put like what kind of candy you have oh well i always so that way i give the good crap and i give the uh adult size i don't do minis we don't get enough kids. So I get the Reese's peanut butter cup, like the big. I do big. Well, because my. Uh... Yeah, I do I do the full size myself. Full size. Huh. That's it. Not adult size. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I made sense. I do use adult size. Well, I'll have to let my. Like it's briefs or something. <laughs> I'll have to let my producer know because he's looking for neighborhoods to take his kids oh, to because they live, live in, in Havana. In Havana and they, well, I'm sure nobody. the neighborhoods won't be happy that I'm saying this, but Kalorna States. Uh, Piney Z, Southwood. Southwood gets inundated. I told them to go to Southwood just to, for the experience. Yeah. It, well, they shut off the roads. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you can't even drive in or out. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I, I dated a girl. Piney Z is the same way. Then she, and the, she had like 10 bags of candy. And um, she's like, you need to go run up to the store and get um, another couple bags of candy. You know, and I'm like, I said, are you kidding me? And then at the end of the night, yeah, she was absolutely right that those two extra bags of candy, we were still giving out candy. So we lived on a street called Holly Street in Harrisburg. It was my old house. It was like an 1880s house. 
and we had the city of Harrisburg. All, like all these kids came through. I had to send my kids out to go get more candy to be able to give more candy. Oh, wow. And I heard you on your show this morning because we do record. We record. So I heard Greg talking about the the teenage kids. Like, yeah. what do you What's do? What's the cutoff age? I don't care. I make them sing for their supper. So they have to sing a tune. Like, I don't care if they're 14, 15. I'll be like, okay, you got to sing for me. And some won't do it, but some will. And I I don't care what you sing, but you got to sing for your supper. And they all love it. That's a great idea. Yeah. And if you you don't sing, I'm sure you don't get. You don't. I mean, but most of them are like, eh, most of them will sing happy birthday or something. Scott, do you think there's a cutoff? And what we talked about on my show was I, I think that if you're uh, at a certain age, there should be a cutoff with Halloween trick-or-treating. And I think like 13 years old, you should be done trick-or-treating. I think it's all in the spirit of which, um, the, you know, whatever's happening in the night. So many of the children today like to go out and go out as groups. I mean, we used to, over 13, and everything was perfectly fine. I mean, we used to carry pillowcases instead of... Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So I, so I like it when they come not so professionally dressed. And even if they're, you know, 13 to, let's say, 16, I think once you get to that, you know, 17, 18-year-old, you need to be doing something else for sure. But quite frankly, as long as they're there in spirit having a good time and being nice to people, I'm good with it. I'll give you a full size and keep it moving. And, that's, and even that's if they're walking the said. little kids around, yeah, I'm not going to not give them candy. And I do remember the old pillowcases. We didn't have them. We had the hard plastic, the ugly ones. Mm-hmm. And do you remember, Scott, the old mask where you couldn't breathe? That's what they should be giving out instead of these COVID masks. They should be giving that hard plastic out. Oh, yeah. Like Casper. <laughs> Or the, we like or, cut your face, and the it rubber so band harsh. would always break. Yeah, <laughs> and it was always yes, and they were hot. They were yeah. Mm-hmm. You couldn't breathe in them. That's the kind of mask we need for COVID. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I did love around. that. I loved walking around with my older brothers and sister because I had them. I just loved it. And then my brother Joe would be like, "That's the scary house. Don't ever go there." I don't know that that was really scary people, but that's what he would tell me. Back to your point, Greg, like what I what bothers me is not so much the age, but it's the spirit in which they're going around. What I don't like is all that mischief and they're out doing things that they shouldn't be doing. I really like it when they are as a group but having fun with it. It bothers me if it looks like they're up to no good or just causing problems. So it's less about the age and more about the spirit of which they, they show up. I, I, I like that. I Does like anyone that. soap windows anymore? I don't think so. I don't even know what that is. Are you serious? Yeah. I do not know either. I have- oh, my God. Is that a Pennsylvania thing? It must be. Yeah. So they would go around and Vaseline and soap the windows. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. We, we just egged and toilet papered. So I mean, you put Vaseline ki- on the window did. and other then soap did. it, and then you, you can't get it off. I mean, it's a, it's a bee to get it off. And my first ex-husband thought he was so cute. He's, what, how old is he? He's born in 55, so whatever that is, 66. He's He wasn't allowed to go out because his mother was a born-again Christian, so he wasn't allowed to go out for Halloween or Fright Night or whatever they called it. So he soaped the inside of his windows. <laughs> and his mother was like, you're an idiot and you're in trouble. <laughs> but you put Vaseline on the window and then you add, like, Dawn or something to it and good luck. 
mm. getting it off. I mean, it's that, really hard. That sound, That's what she said. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie. It is, yeah. But that's what Bruce I'm, did. He still, soaped the inside of his windows like no one's gonna notice. We, I'm still trying to find out if we are actually having trick-or-treaters on Saturday or No, Saturday. it's Sunday. Sunday. Okay, somebody asked me that, and I was like, that is a very good point, and yet I do not know. And that's the nice thing. Here, we celebrate Halloween on Halloween. In Pennsylvania, they have a designated evening. Well, I think that it should always be the last Saturday of the month. I mean, for kids. It does seem like that makes more sense, for sure. Because I mean, the kids are going to go out. I mean, well, I guess this year. I think Thursdays or have the last, are, like, better. Or have the last Sunday of the month, and then that way, that Saturday, that the parents can still have their adult parties. Yeah. And still hung overly go take the kids out Sunday. Yeah, someone wrote on, I, I managed the Living Tallahassee group page, which is really, I mean, growing. I growing think we're at, like, 8,000. So, someone asked about it, and they were like, I thought it would be on I, it's the next day is a school night. I'm like, it's been on the 31st forever. Every night's a school night, really, except for Friday. So. So. But I, I'm looking forward to it. I have the good candy at Meadows at Woodrun. Would you like to give the kids at home your address, Patty? 2204 Turnbridge Court. Come on over. There you go. That's I have peanut butter, as in a Reese's, and then I have the non. I have just straight up Hershey's. But I always give out Hershey's because that's where I'm from. Ah, it makes perfect sense. Hershey Park, happy. We always Can't you tell? Yeah. <laughs> like a Twizzler. All right. That's me. So I got a question for you. I'll go into interview mode here. What's, what, what is your favorite candy when you were a kid? What was your favorite candy to get, Scott? Anything sour. I don't really do chocolate very well at all. I don't like it personally. Patty. It's going to be weird, but I love a Heath bar. Really? I love anything toffee or caramel. What was your least? I like Milky Way. The least is, um, oh, there's some crap. Like that peanut butter toffee crap. The, and the like, bra- brown, the black, yeah. and, the black and orange wrappers. Yeah, yeah, none of that. None of that. The peanuts, none of that. Candy corn. I like candy corn, but I can have like a handful once a year and that's fine. Scott, what's your least favorite? I would say the same thing, that whole toffee thing, but it's 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 actually like fake toffee. It's the you know, the orange and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, what is that? Peanut it's so sticky. It's so sticky that it literally feels like it's gonna pull your teeth out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. It's rough. Yeah, I don't there's a peanut. What is that called? Though you have to Google that. The the brown and oh, no, but there's an the, actual bar, and I can see it. It's a red and yellow label. Oh, the uh, bit of honey. Yeah, that yeah. I don't like. It. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can suck like, on one, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, well, that's what you're. That's what you're supposed to do with a bit of honey. Oh, so you are. Yeah, they, it's like a hard candy, I and like I just it. learned that when we were going over like the worst, <laughs> the worst Halloween what's candies. The, what's the worst overall the since bla- you did the research? The black and orange. Yeah, nobody wants yeah, that. Nobody wants it. And even lollipops. Like, I don't want that as my trick-or-treat is a lollipop. I do like a Tootsie Roll pop. A Tootsie Pop? Like a blow pop. A blow pop? Yeah. Oh, you like the gum? I like the gum as opposed to the Tootsie Roll. But my parents scoured that bag. Scoured it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Tootsie Rolls that were the flavor kind. Not the Tootsie Roll, but like orange. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that too. I buy those now. I bought those for our um, home and garden show. I know, but you like the vanilla ones. I do not like the vanilla ones. Vanilla is my favorite flavor of anything. Yeah. 100%. 
Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, stick with us. Scott's on remote, 850-656-0009. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward, who's remote in PVB world, sitting in a fancy BMW, living his best life while I'm here in a playhouse. 850-656-0009. And what is the name of that song? Spooky Scary Skeletons. And I've never heard of it before It's today. huge. Andrew Gold. Andrew Gold. Andrew Gold. Had no idea. I know. Well, I gather now, but I had no idea. You I had no song. idea. I'm living. I'm learning so much today. If I look at Andrew Gold and I jump on Spotify and I look at the most popular songs by Andrew Gold, at number four, uh, "Lonely Boy." His I most, love that his, song. Though his biggest, I hit, love that song. Nineteen million streams. Really? Uh, the b- by far his most popular. Well, with twenty-two million streams. Spooky, scary skeletons. Really? Is more. And thank you for being a friend's not even on the list. Which is the theme song from the Golden Girls. It is, in fact. I had no idea. Which has only 12 million streams. And that spooky, I can't even say it, spooky. Spooky, scary skeletons came out in 1996. I Mm. did not know that. I had no idea. I had no idea. I, if somebody said, you you will die or you'll pick who sang the song, I would never, if not even remote. I guess I think what he's What a had, versatile singer. I think he's had a very good career as being a children's singer or a children's song singer. Huh. That. Well, it came right up on a Spotify playlist called Halloween, so <laughs> thanks for that. It's cute. What'd you say, Matt, your co, your producer on the morning show, the Greg Tish morning show? Yeah, he, his, his kids love it. Every time that song comes on, they just go crazy over it. It's, so like, how, it's like Baby Shark. So how... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like this better than that I do BS too. song. I do For too. sure. But I, I mean, think about otherwise how Halloween has changed in the last... Now, I mean, even pre-COVID, to when we were growing up in the 70s. I mean, it's huge changes. I mean, we were worried about razors and apples. Yeah, and then now that you know, it's which never ever happened. No, you know, it was just it was always that that myth that was my brother that was always going he on. He propagated that disinformation. And now, well, I mean, but luckily, like TF, TPD or TFD, you can take your candy and go have them X-rayed. Yeah, and then so oh, think, can you? Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, they they'll have like one oh, of the well, fire that's kind of cool, and you can go and take it through. But if I was a parent, I'd be like, hey, half your candy's bad. <laughs> well, isn't that what kind of what always happened? My mom didn't eat candy, so it didn't really matter. But I could see that. The lots. So, what was the worst thing that ever happened if it wasn't oh, razor blades and apples? Because for me, it was there were kids in my neighborhood and they were throwing firecrackers and they got it in somebody's costume and it just like went off. Like, four say that again. Oh, somebody was throwing a firecracker and it they went off in somebody's costume. Yeah, they were throwing firecrackers and one got into this girl's costume and it and it just exploded like four or five times on her back, so she had to go to the hospital. Oh my god. Well, no, and, and nobody meant to. I mean, they shouldn't have been doing that. Oh, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, it wasn't right. It wasn't razor blade. Now be you're a felon. 
waking stuff, right? Well, now the like now the big thing is like when we were all growing up, that it was like watch out for razor blades and apples. And I was like, one, nobody's giving out apples. Uh, and then so, but now what? We got apples. Oh, well, that, there were caramel apples and stuff back in the day. But you used to soap windows, also. <laughs> yes, and you didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I still don't. Uh, it's so don't. funny. But now, what what they're warning kids about is that adults are going to give their edibles to kids. That adults are going to give their gummies accidentally away to kids. And I'm thinking, I was like, I am sorry. But me as an adult, if kids come around, I'm going to know the difference between that 25-cent piece of candy and my $40 edible CBD yeah, gummies. Yeah, like who in their right Nobody's mind doing that. is putting a $40 True Leaf edible? Ain't nobody doing that. No one's doing that. No. Or it's CBD just... from Ashley Guy to Lula. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. It's way too expensive, mm-hmm. and I'm taking my own edible. I'm not giving you my edible. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. I read that article too. That made no sense. I was like, nobody's doing that. I'm not trying to lure you into my that's, cave. That's <laughs> like, just that make any sense. Yeah, Scott, that's just that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> God. That's just that's just the police department uh, just uh, it was one police department that put that tweet out that generate that story that every media <laughs> outlet picked up on. But I was just like, ain't nobody doing that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You're not going to get that much of a high, and I'm using air quotes, yeah, high, from one you're, gummy. Where you're going to give away your edibles. Well, our friend Ray Burke from Crystal Clean mm-hmm. spray uh, with Spray Wash, he's like, no self-respecting stoner is giving them up. No. It's just not happening. <laughs> no. I'm, mine, I'm, well, I'm not, I don't have any kids. There's not going to be any kids that come to, there's like four kids in my neighborhood. And, and you know I, what the, oh, I remember the other candy. I love getting Smarties. Smarties and sweet tarts. Smarties. My favorite was when they when sweet tarts became like sour sweet tarts, and uh, they looked like Smarties. <laughs> all, instead of those paper ones, those paper ones, it took you all day to get like three pills. Oh <laughs> yeah, the paper uh, where you couldn't get them, you yeah. couldn't push them out. Oh, that's funny. It, it was it was too much work. Too much work. And I don't. Like, I mean, don't give me a Jolly Rancher when I could have had a Reese's. Like Jolly Ranchers are awful. Candy so, do you way. think there's maps that tell you what kind of candy is at the house? No, no, that's what I thought when you oh, said like when it was no. a map. No, I was no, like, no. hey, what kind of candies are you giving out, Patty? Oh, we're giving out. Snickers no, like and stuff. our neighborhood asked us to like, and we don't have an HOA, praise the Lord. But they asked us to let them know if we'd be giving out candy. So I'm the kind. I'm sitting on the porch. Like I want to see them walk up. I want to see the kids interact with each other. The little ones are so scared. I'd like to play the music out oh. the window. That's all I got. I don't decorate. Well, well, now, well, now that I have a long driveway, I like to make them walk up the long driveway. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a bit spooky-ish. Yeah, your like driveway is spooky for my truck. I know yeah, that. So I, so I like to see the activity prior to when they you know, make the curb. and then. You're- How many kids did you have last year? Oh, my God. I mean, that was the first year I'd lived in Waverly. And by the way, I don't think we have a map or no one has inquired. But then again, I've been away at my daughter's wedding, so who knows. So I don't know if there's anything out there for Waverly, but we had a ton, okay, ton of kids. Because well, that was my producer that Maddie Rowe mentioned. He's like, well, maybe we'll take them to Waverly. I was like, nobody goes to Waverly anymore. I was oh like, those houses God. are. There was a ton of people. Well, and then I told him, I was like, I said, go to Southwood. I said, zero lot line. I, know. I said, you can those hit four, four houses, but Waverly, 100%. you you hit like one house 100%. per four. Oh, hundred oh. percent. The difference is everybody there is. 
pretty much of the, um, from what I could tell, they were handing out full-size bars. So you might get the same amount of candy. It may just be less in terms of quantity, but more in terms of quality and the size of the bar. That's what I feel like. I well, Where I used to live, when I lived off of Mayhan, I lived at the end of one of these old streets. That, yeah, did you, did you get anybody? No, but what I did, I had a gumball machine. And I just set the gumball machine on the front on the front porch, and if anybody walked all the way up my driveway and got there, then they it, they better have had a quarter. How old were their gumballs, dude? I, I don't it's know. Like seriously, no oh my idea. god, that's what you should be afraid of. You should do an edible pot machine. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, that was the thing that was scary with those gumballs because I got them from the closed bank downtown, and the bank the the gumball machine from the bank downtown. That we had been told, just go in there and get what you want. And I was like, well, there's a gumball machine. They're like, take it. And Ray said Centerville Trace is a good one. Up, uh, if but you're going not, up, that road's not that big. It's not, but yeah. if you have little kids and you don't want to oh. be walking all night, that's a good little neighborhood. Go by Rebecca Jones' old house. Where's that? Centerville Trace. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Where is she now? Pensacola. Oh, did she leave? No, she's, it, ru- she's running for Senate. Of the state? Yeah. Running against Gates. Even- <laughs> Do you know who she is, Scott? No, but the way you said of the state, I like <laughs> She's like, she's the chick who said that DeSantis was, like, manipulating his COVID numbers, and then or it turned her, out. Telling her to man- manipulate Yeah, then she ended up on all this, and that, yeah, that he told her to do it. <coughs> oh, she was a fraud. Yeah. You, nobody asked her to do that, but she got fired and she didn't like it. But then blah, she blah, blah. started, but then she got picked up. And so with her GoFundMe, she's probably raised about, I'd say, $1.5 million in her GoFundMe accounts. So now she's living on the beach in Pensacola. Oh, really? They were all supposed to go to her legal funds. Oh. But now she's running against Gates. I'd be so embarrassed. But, but I would be so embarrassed for something like that to happen. I would be mortified to take people's money for something that wasn't the reason for the money. But she, no. For sure. Not me. She's been in. That's why I don't have a million and a half. Not, not, not everybody feels the same. No. But anyway, yeah, we could skip her house because she has a nicer house on the beach. <laughs> yes. So what do they do? You go to St. George Island and mm-hmm. uh, Apalachicola. What do they do down there for Halloween? Do they have like a little parade or what do they do? No. No, because the Seafood Fest is always the next weekend. Oh. So I don't know. And there's very few children down there, isn't there? There's lots of children. Yeah, on but... St. George Island? Is there really? Is there? I, okay, I guess not. Things. Yeah, actually, I don't see it. I don't, I don't know. I don't hang out with the kids. Yeah, but you would see them. Okay. You would, like, go to a store. Could be. I don't think they do anything. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. 850-656-0009 is our business number. Our website is pattyandscott.com. You can always go in there and look at the beautiful photos that we take of the homes that Scott stages and makes beautiful. It's redundant, but it's true. Hey, Scott. Scott's in PVB right now. Hopefully, it will make it back to the great city of Tallahassee by Monday. 
I know how we get people to our webpage. Show them my dance. Dance. I will. I will put it on. I will put it on the website. That'll work. That is hilarious. I mean, he can really dance, dude. Yeah, I mean, he, he was also... doing the slide and all. Oh, he was Very doing Michael impressive. Jackson. So I was always told that we'll secret. About being also surprised. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, your dad can dance, too. I'm going to post his if you don't mind. Oh, my. Well, I mean, he won't mind. Trust him. Oh, he won't. <laughs> I was always told, like, the secret to dancing is pretend that you have a pencil between your butt cheeks and you're trying to spell your name. No. I am certain that I did not dance that way. But, <laughs> but that's. I could see that with the way you dance. Because you dance very much with your legs together. Where I'm like, yeah, I, legs are apart. I, I dance based on the beat of music. I don't. I don't. And I think that most good dancers, and not that I'm including myself, but I think most people who can dance feel like a beat. They're not necessarily. Yeah, I feel the beat. But I do everything is really based on the twist for me. Like, that's my only real move, is the twist. Come on, baby! And the end... Oh, oh, There's so many. I love it. The stroll, like the old stroll. I love I love line dances. Like, love them. I used to go, like, in Harrisburg. We had a, I, for, I think it was Wonderful Wanda's. I, somebody referred the name to me. Was uh, we had country line dancing night. Remember the old country do, line dancing? Do, 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 do. Did you do do? I would do do on a, in a minute. I like square dancing. Mm. We had that in our high school gym class. We did that middle school here. We had to do line dance or square dancing. We did square I don't dancing. know why. What's the purpose of it? I don't Team know. Team playing? I, maybe it was something that the FFA oh, had a good lobby back in the <laughs> 70s or something and they made everybody do square dancing. I have no idea, dancing. but we had to square dance. And I'm like, I don't want to touch you. You're all sweaty and ugh. My boyfriends were always older than high school anyway. I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's it for Halloween. I guess we killed that deal. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> were you going as Dolly Parton? And, like, hey, we do have a couple listings coming soon. Hey, Bombadil, when's that coming up? Bombadil is going to be here probably as they were delayed on their closing. Oh. In and so uh, they are going to be up probably about the 10th of November. The 10th of November. And then Jim Lee's coming up. 3219 Jim Lee Road is coming up. Yes. Which that is looking really good. We're almost done with a few things that we've been working on. Flooring, painting, etc. Um, so that should not be too long. I'm hoping by the end of next week. I know oh, good. Aggressive, but that's what I'm hoping. Oh, good. That makes me feel good. Is that it for coming soon, then? Everything else is under contract, right? Yeah, everything else is uh, done and dusted. Oh, no! Holsteiner! We have a oh. big old house on Holsteiner. 7733, I think. Listed for eight ninety nine, four bedrooms, three baths. It's a nice house, big house. They are working on that as we speak. Um, so hopefully, uh, editing. They're editing it and painting. Mm -hmm. We're gonna yeah. do some landscaping. Yep. It should be ready. That won't be ready till like January. Yeah, for sure. Just because that's their yeah. time frame. But most people to know to listen to coming soon. Uh, as a realtor, as a member of the National Association of Realtors, we must, to be able to talk about it on the radio or talk about it to our friends or clients, it has to be listed as a coming soon. And we'll just extend it and extend it until the sellers are ready. But that's a rule that has been fought in court and lost 
So we have to do it this way. So we get calls. Like we've had a ton of calls about Jim Lee and Bombadil. And I'm like, no, we don't we don't allow folks in the home until they're beautifully done and then they can come in. But if you do want to list with us, just give us a call. You can text me, talk to me, come to see me. We're by lumber liquidators. We see a hundred people a day getting their getting their final laminate. Drop by or just drop by for an adult size candy. Yeah, at Scott's house on Woodside Drive. <laughs> <laughs> he has all the bamboo in the front. It does definitely give it a more spooky look going down that driveway. It, it definitely has a cool You should. I mean, you could do a whole haunted house thing outside. Yeah, I decorate all the time. So, no, I'm not doing that. You don't decorate for Halloween? No, I'm, I mean, I decorate every day. And uh, not a good, I, I don't. I don't enjoy decorating in a theme setting. I like a look, and it needs to be edited for me. So that's the reason why I don't like Happy Fall, y'all. It's just it's too much. You don't like all that Kirkland's crap? No, I don't get into much of that. Well, here's the other thing with us <laughs> us growing up, that, that Halloween, nobody decorated for no, Halloween. It was just you go trick-or-treat. It was that night that you went trick-or-treating, and then you had a jack-o'-lantern, and that was it. Right. And now there's... You know, it's huge, huge. I mean, you I go around. What a money maker. Yeah. I know. I now the white. So my daughter, she loves Instagram. And with all the influencers, Scott, there's a group in Dallas that pays 500 to 2000 That's what they charge to have you decorate your porch. And they get these loads of pumpkins in. And then they do this whole styling like Scott does on your porch. So they'll just drop off pumpkins and decorate and then removal. And it's 500 to $2,000 for that couple of weeks. And they are bringing it in. Jeez. The challenge with that is that you really have to appreciate something in order to want to do it. So for me, outside of even the money aspect of it, I don't enjoy it that much. Therefore, it's not worth I, it. I enjoy Halloween. I don't enjoy the the decorative aspect of that. So for me, I'm not going to do it because it doesn't give me the warm fuzzies that probably it does other people. So, so what about we've talked before about doing dorm rooms. Have you thought more about that? If I mean, I literally have been traveling multiple states. <laughs> so, Not today, but remember we used to talk about going in and doing the dorm rooms yes, for the students? I would love to, and it's still... And it's, I think that's one where you could turn it and burn it. Like, you could go in... 100%, 100%, but I just... I have not had much. I just think the uh, the amount of money these people are making off of a white pumpkin is amazing. But you're right. I don't want to schlep pumpkins up someone's porch. Um, it's not my interest. Yeah, I, I just, and it's too quick. It's like it, you're done like two days later. Can you imagine the, the removal of all that junk? I mean, you'd have to drive around with a truck and a trailer and just dump it. Well, then I'd have to actually get my hand in a pumpkin and do <laughs> stuff to it, which I'm just not about that. A rotted pumpkin is not fun. I mean, they collapse. That's what I'm They're a mess. I would not. I would not. And then you have the corn stalks. Not, it's the whole thing. Not in my wheelhouse. But it's just even like, I guess it's like those companies that do Christmas lights. Yeah, I don't do that either. So. <laughs> do you, you didn't put up any exterior lights last year, did you? 
No, even my Christmas tree was like that ornamental fig tree. No, you had a fig tree was your Christmas tree. And it was beautiful, but that's that's my kind of look. So it's just a, I wouldn't be very good at that and doing it for other people because it's not something that I really enjoy. Like I enjoy my job the way that I do today. So I think I'm very good at my personal look, which is what translates well, but I wouldn't be the person that you'd call to like decorate your front porch. Until I had grandchildren, my Christmas tree was one of those ceramic trees with the little tiny light bulbs in them from 1975. Patty, that reminds me when I first met you and I told you I was getting a Christmas tree and I I think I spent $250 and you're like, how much? (laughs) I was just mortified. (laughs) Why? I still don't understand on a dead tree. Like, what? That's why we got a fig tree last year. And by the way, it's still alive. It is? You haven't killed it? You have the right light? Fig trees, if anyone's tried to grow one on the inside of their home, it is a very huge challenge. We did move it to the outside of our home. And we've got that huge deck on the back of our home. Oh, so that's where it is? Out there. Nice. So it has stayed alive. um, Aw, staying alive, staying alive. Right. Nice. Best Christmas tree we bought for sure. Oh, that's nice. And people do do live trees and then go to plant them. I have no time for that either. I do like a real tree. I like a Fraser fir, and but I have a fake tree now because I have grandchildren, and I have ornaments. I just have the Charlie Brown tree. I have that. One, I had that for a long time too, with that one little limb with yeah. a little ball on it. But you know, the little ones—they're five, six, and seven. They're not buying that. They're going to Mima's house for Christmas. So. I like a Charlie tree that is, if you will, adult size or full size. They're very big ones, but it has the same branches that are like a Charlie Brown tree. Uh-huh. It's not real cool and dense. Yeah, that's it a Fraser fir. That's what I like. Or there's I like that one. There's a Norwegian fir too. So that's it. That's it for this episode of Patty's Playhouse, because Scott is remote. What? It is house talk with a happy ending. Every time. 850-656-0009. Thanks for listening.